Well, I hope everyone is enjoying the Trans-Tasman cheerleading contest. I wouldn't say there's a whole lot of broadcasting or description of what's going on in the game, except for here on this channel. But when you watch the actual sport itself, all I'm getting is tense emotions from both sides. A lot of alphering, a lot of crow's feet, a lot of ooh, ah, ah, ni, like really into every single ball, which I kind of like at one point. In other parts, I'm like... Can we just get some broadcasting of what's going on in the cricket? I'm a dumb person. I'm a lay person. Tell me what's going on in the cricket. Are you feeling that as well? Is that just me? I'm into it. Yeah, you're into Sorry. it? Sorry. Into it? Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm warming to it. I think it's a function of us, again, having deep ignorance of New Zealand and that every couple of years we get a look at it and we go, oh, that's what it is. Yeah. Okay. Then we move on. Yeah. And we're getting a look at it, and it's every bit as parochial as we are. We're just mm. blind to our own parochialism. That's right. On our side, we're saying exactly the same stuff, but yeah. in the Australian version. Yeah. Brad Haddon's basically keeping <laughs> when he's chatting. And, 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 and I like it. Yeah. That, you know, if that's the brand, <laughs> yeah. let's do it. Let's do it. BJ's let's, doing his thing. Dance. So I, th I think the Kiwis are allowed to do their thing as well. And I think the exception is uh, Katie, you remember, what's her Martin. name? What's her name? Martin, Katie Martin. Mm. She's excellent. So Very good. Um, you know, that, that's me. That's good. If, if this is what it was like um, for a, uh, for touring teams coming to Australia in the 90s and 2000s, well, I, get, I get it now, okay? I get it. Um, okay, let's pick up what's happened in the game today. New Zealand are now batting, and they need 369 to win. They're three for 111. But, Charlie, let's bring up the, the third innings of the game, Australia's second innings. We started overnight at uh, – sorry, we started the day's play, Australia – Two for 12, something like that. That sounds about right. Nathan Lyon, of course, dropped on the last ball of the day on day two by Tim Southey. Nathan Lyon then goes on to top score with 41 of 46. You would have seen statistics go around today. Pezzer about Nathan Lyon being the highest run scorer in test cricket history without a test 50, beating Kemar Roach at the moment. He's also still playing, so, you know, I suppose he could catch up. Um, though it's a weird stat to try and catch up without scoring bulk runs, i.e. 50s and 100s. Anyway, Cameron Gray made 34, Travis Head 29, Stark, the, the only other guy to make a double figures with 12. Sorry, Usman Khawaj made 28. What am I talking about? To the bowling card. Uh, after Australia was all out for 164 and 51 overs, Southie 2, Henry 3. Glenn Phillips, 5 for 45, and don't the boys love it? If I'm a skeleton fan right now, if I'm made purely of bones, I'm enjoying that day out. Um, then we go to the final innings of the game. That meaning New Zealand need 369 to win as we look at the scorecard. Latham, the first to go from a half-tracker, caught behind by off, off the bowling of line by Carey. Then um, came Williamson out by Lyon again, caught by Steve Smith. And then Travis Head, the bin lead, gets uh, gets Will Young. So that's three down. The current partnership is worth 52 with Mitchell and Ravindra at the crease. Ratch and Ravindra, 56 red. A tribute once again to Ra, the sun god, and, of course, Pezar, the restaurant chin-chin. Correct, a portmanteau. <laughs> Let's talk about the first of the three things today. Australia... Subpar today, I'd say. I'd say Australia's had a subpar day. I think the only thing that, that is stopping me from saying that they were fucking dog shit today is that they are so far ahead of the game that that's, that's, the, that's the only thing. But it's, it's a subpar day for Australia. There is no way that it's a 164 deck with Glenn Phillips taking 5 for 45. Ra it ra ragged a bit. Ragged a bit. It was ragging a bit, yeah. but I agree with you. I think the batting display was sloppy. I think it's been sloppy for a little while. Would you say uh, it was piss weak? No, I wouldn't. Okay, okay. But I do Just think sloppy. there was a number of piss week dismissals. Okay. Uh it had a lot of early tea time golf about it. Yes. Uh in its defense it might have had a lot of there's some weather coming in 
about it. Okay. Uh, let's let's Which will get the, the tea times. Let's get enough. Let's get ahead by enough runs that we can get the ball in hand, mm. uh, mitigate the weather, get an early tea time down the South Island, get mm-hmm. ourselves down to uh, to Christchurch there. So, uh, and and as a result, they opened the door to New Zealand. Uh, perhaps. You know, again, if you're being positive about it, perhaps the carrot needs to be dangled to take the 10 wickets on a deck that appears to be flattening out. Also credit to Glenn Phillips, who bowled really well. Uh, yep. It's not just part-time. There was good energy, good control. Uh, you could see, although Lyon got it to do a little bit off the deck, he couldn't get it to do as much as Glenn Phillips did, which underscores how well Glenn Phillips bowled. Uh, Nathan Lyon is one of the best tailenders I've seen. Uh, I think that's fair to say. He did throw away his 50 today. Uh, so that you know is, is worthy of deep criticism, but uh, <laughs> we're, we're lucky to have form. him. I mean, there we are lucky to have him. There's a guy who he bats with responsibility when needed, and he can be aggressive when needed. Yeah, and uh, we really needed those runs. I mean, yeah. you know, <laughs> the Aussie, the Aussie team is getting saved by the bowlers with the bat regularly. Yeah, yeah. and a number of dismissals today were like were, were pretty ordinary. Yeah, you know? I, I mean. Do you single guys out? You don't need to because there's probably three or four who play shots that you go, what are we looking at? Is it? Is it yeah. It's complacency. It's slop. Yes. Uh, it was it's, slop. It's not something – you know, they, they just have this quality, the Aussie team, where like we um, laud their relentlessness with the ball so often mm. uh, and the batting is the opposite. Mm. You know, they just don't appear – uh, at least recently, to have that quality of batting teams out of the game when mm. it's there. Like, they did have the opportunity to kill the game today yeah. and render it a two-results prospect. Mm-hmm. Uh, if New Zealand do chase this, and the fact that I'm even raising that is, you know, I, I guess testament to how poor Australia was today, yeah. it would be one of the all-time chases. We're talking history and all that sort of stuff. Australia probably are too far ahead, but there was no reason to get out for 164. I, I think they had judged the conditions to be like such that, you know, if Glenn Phillips is taking wickets, there's either one with your name on it, so you better make, you better make your runs quickly. But as New Zealand showed with the bat, that's not the case. A little bit of application, basic stuff. Uh, I, I thought Australia missed a chance to knock New Zealand out of the game today. There's something about um, New Zealand's fielding as well, both in the T20s and this game. They've been terrible in the field. They dropped three catches, four mm. catches in this innings alone. Um, Charlie, can we just bring up the scores again for the Australian second innings? Um, just want to highlight the dismissals of Kawaja, Head, and Carey, all left-handers, mm. all facing, all out to Glenn Phillips, and the scores against their name. So um, Kawaja got himself in a bit of a rut where he tried the reverse sweep a couple of times, played and missed, and then just ran down the wicket mm. wildly and just seemed to uh, completely lose his head mm. and was stumped by Blundell. And then we go down to Travis Head, who's on 29. He'd been batting with Cameron Green at the time. Their partnership seemed to be moving on quite quickly mm. after the lunch break, and then he just... Bombs one. Well, he sort of he tried to bomb one, mm. which is how he plays, I suppose. Take the rough with the smooth, etc., and then just chips one down to um, was a Kugline, yeah, mm. down there off Phillips again. And then Alex Carey, there's two catching covers and a sweeper, and he bowls a half volley, and then he just underarms it to what? Tim Southey at uh, cover. Weird, weird, yeah, weird it, execution. It a and half volley. It's and, a, and, and, and it's weird. the same as the first innings as well. Yeah. You know, he has that. He has. He seems to have this approach now of just, you know, it ha- it has that kind of. It's just my game energy. I mean, you saw with the first ball that he faced where Ratchan Ravindra bowls him a, a full toss mm. and he's already decided he's going to sweep it, you know, mm. when it should be in the car park. Mm. Uh, but but clearly he's in his head, that's just his game. That's how he plays. It's the same with his cover drive. They, they literally stack that offside field. Yeah. He's, a, he's a compulsive cover driver and he's just fallen into the trap twice yeah. in this game. And uh, look, it's a, it's a hell of a cover drive to watch. You know, the, the shapes that it makes yes. are worthwhile. Yes. But 
uh, again, it, it put Australia under a lot of pressure. It was soft. It was yeah. soft. It's, it's weird because I feel like when, given the ball, given the direction the ball was spinning, being an off spinner away from the left-handers, Alex Carey's one of the best reverse sweepers. Same with Usman as well. Mm. And just because like they've just played the miss, they've just, I don't know, executed poorly a drive. Uh, it, just, it, was just, it just had that air of like, and the way Cummins batted as well. He Cummins was, he, was out he three was times. Slogging. Cummins yeah. was slogging. It was like, there's enough here. Mm. Let's let's get this let's get game done today. Yeah. yeah. It was, uh, anyway, it was Early disres- time stuff. It was, dis- it was disrespectful, so I mm. sort of like that. Now, let's disrespect Glenn Phillips, who's taken five for 45. Uh, you would have seen a statistic that it's the first fifer from a spinner on his home ground for a New Zealander since 2008. Um, so yeah. Now in the meantime, literally a guy from New Zealand has taken 10 for in an innings, that being Patel. <laughs> um, <laughs> Will Somerville took seven for in a game as well, didn't he? Okay. In Abu Dhabi, maybe 2018. I think that's right. Okay. Um, in the series against Pakistan. Uh, so guys have done stuff for New Zealand with the ball with spin, but not necessarily at home. Santner obviously not picked in this game, which I feel like is a mistake. Uh, giving Kugelheim both three overs in the uh, in the um, third innings of the game. Willow Willow Rourke obviously did his did his hamstring as well. Yeah, didn't he? It looks like string. Nah, that's bad news for him. Um, I imagine O'Rourke and Jamison. There's there's some there's some oh, chest and I, pipes and second row. Don't worry, I have. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Glenn Phillips. He was good. He was energy, and it also. If you're a Kiwi watching and listening to this, you talk, you've heard us talk absolute rubbish about your team for a couple yeah. of days, maybe a week straight. Yeah. This was a moment where it's really annoyed Australians because Glenn Phillips is happy about taking a test match Pfeiffer, his first test match Pfeiffer. It'd be a life achievement for him. And it's a really and worthwhile. Annoyed, it's really annoyed Australians. So yeah. if you're a Kiwi, yeah, one 0 New Zealand, I say. Fair fucks. Fair fucks fair, to mate, you. Fair fucks to him. Um, okay, do you want to talk about the run chase? It's 111 for three, chasing 369 as we move into day four tomorrow. Uh, Rachin Ravindra. Oh, just before then, oh, look, sorry. I, I, what I do want to talk about is the dress-up competition that they had at lunch at the lunch okay. break. Okay. Yep. Okay. No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to add to what, that. What have you seen? Well, it's a honey trap, obviously. Like yeah. guys have to be careful yeah. when they when. Basically, what's happened is day three or Saturday's dress-up day. Mm. As far as I understand, day two in Christchurch is dress-up day as well. Right. And so Saturday's dress-up day in New Zealand. Got it. And as such, people dress up. Now I think. You could enter yourself or be identified to be on the field at lunchtime to do a circular, uh, like a circular or just a lap of the ground where you would receive uh, applause from the crowd, I which in, in turn will determine who is the winner of dress up day. Okay. And now those people aren't aware again. <laughs> yeah. It is a honey trap. Yeah. Um, with apologies to Barat, uh, our friend who <laughs> was just wearing his normal clothes and did it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, I just wanted to well, note the cult, the culture, and it does it does strike me as absolutely no coincidence that I heard sirens in the background all day today. Exactly. Uh, whether it be a Saturday or whether it was dress up day, it's one of those two options. You know what? To that end, Pezza, should we dress up ourselves and get behind SmithOpticsAustralia.com? SmithOpticsAustralia.com. Use the code Fast for twenty five percent off. Your order. We got a new uh, proponent of Smith Optics, Uzi. Uzi. Have we said that before? We might have mentioned it yesterday. Maybe. Oh, I don't know. I don't think we, we were just talking about Muzz yesterday. We didn't. We didn't get it in with Uzi. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we, we might have talked about it off air. So okay, stuff we okay. discussed. But yeah, yeah Uzi's yeah. Uh, Uzi's in the verts or some shit. So yeah, okay. Um. Again, once again, people are um just people are just taking it up. Yeah. I mean, Muzz Muzz really capped it off with the Legionnaires hat and these Smith Optics. Oh. I mean, the Smith Optics are actually the only sensible thing he wore yesterday. Mm. But um, you can go to SmithOpticsAustralia.com. You can go to the Field Sports range you can go for your verts or your wildcats they look fantastic for running marathon running iron manning mm. iron personing um turning up to a party at 3 a.m yeah 
Okay, there are so many options here. And as we were saying during the Aussie summer, to, to, uh, and just great to cut around in. These so are, mate, you, these, just cut, you just cut around in them. What are you doing this week? I'm just cutting around. Just, I've got to tell you, if you're standing oh, around in a kitchen at 3 a.m. and someone walks into the room with these on, you think, okay, well, I'm going to work on Wednesday. You know our, what I mean? Our producer, Charlie, a man of few words, why say three when you can say one, <laughs> told me off air earlier, tell me off air earlier, a couple of drinks at home uh, last night. Yeah. Like, like, no doubt he's, he was cutting around. Uh, and these Smith optics. Were you cutting around, Charlie? Were you cutting around, Charlie? Were you cutting around? There were no Smith optics. But... <laughs> that is not. <laughs> he said absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's Smith Optics Australia.com. Use the code FAST. You know how many people just then will have been like. 25% of your order. Yeah, 25%. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You, know, you know. Uh how many people then will have really tried to turn up the sound to hear Charlie's voice yeah, and just yeah, try yeah. and just try and get a sense of yeah. what it is and what we're working with here? Yeah, it's that's how be, it works, Charlie. It's going to be weird when you start doing tours of the studio and realise it's just a mannequin in a seat. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> just turning a robot on there, Ferris <laughs> Bueller style. All right, let's talk about. Oh yeah, okay. Let's talk about Ratchet and Ravindra, uh, a portmanteau, as we mentioned earlier, mm. to. Um, yeah. The sun god Ra. That's right. Um, Egypt, ancient Egypt. 56 off 94. Now, look, I've got here uh, Ratchin does it again against our boys, but um, he has scored 100 in the World Cup uh, against Australia. He did, didn't he? Was, it, was that 100 against Australia? Is that right? Losing side 100, yeah. I mean, it doesn't – I mean, why is he still playing? He's just completed mm. the game. Mm. Um, but he looked he looked really neat, looked good, compact, yeah. organised. I would say Mitchell and Ravindra – Rode their luck a little bit in terms of there were just some there was a couple of nicks wide and some inside edges into body which didn't carry to the close in field. But like I wouldn't say they were lucky in certain. It's just yeah, you know. I thought they batted well. Yeah, both of them. Yeah, and you could tell they locked in, especially Mitchell. Like M- Mitchell uh, was was playing for stumps it seems, and, and, and also like much chat out there. Yeah, a bit a bit of chat. And so so yeah. he's he's changed a bit of the rhythm of the game. I mm. overheard Nathan Lyon say I thought you guys were the nice guys. Yeah. So the Aussies are aware of the yeah. uh, stereotypes and the reputations and the skeleton style stuff. Now, but that's good for New Zealand. He missed an appeal, didn't they? Because uh, at one of the last overs of the day, Nathan Lyon bowling and to Darren Mitchell, and he blocks yeah. it right yeah. underneath his feet. The ball is dead, yeah. and then he picks up with his hand. Missed opportunity. It's opportunity to appeal. What, what do we say? Is that spirit of the game stuff from Cummins? It's interesting, isn't it? Because mm. as we know, people like you're actually changing the composition of the ball. If yeah, you do that. Indeed. So that's actually cheating. Once again, Australia's sloppy in the sloppy. field again. Missed a, a missed opportunity under the laws of the MCC. I saw I saw um, Katie Martin analysing Pat mm. Cummins' bowling action side-by-side side with Tim Southing. I did yeah. notice that Mitchell was actually out of his crease at, uh, at the point of delivery in non-strikers. Indeed, so it's missed another op- missed, opportunity missed opportunity per the laws of the MCC. This game should be fucking yeah. over. Indeed. This is a wonderful which, which, which is why the underarm ball was correct, because according to the laws of the MCC at the time, he was able to do it. Can you imagine if Twitter... Or maybe they changed or some shit that didn't caught if up. Twitter, if Twitter existed at that time, there'd be so many fucking nonces on there being like, well, it's actually in the actually laws. Call, actually, call, actually, calling the laws. <laughs> I'm going to go with Richie and say, it's one of the worst things I've ever seen on a cricket field. And let me tell you, that man's seen some things. <laughs> and he's seen... No, he's seen some of the worst things. <laughs> <laughs> on and off the field. Oh, oh Richie. Yes. Doyen. Oh, Richie. Doyen. Something no, that was, hey, Richie. Yeah, hey, Richie. Hey, hey, Richie. Hey, Don. Anyway, Ravindra looked compact, looked good, pulls the ball really nicely. Yeah. Um, I like it, I guess is what I'm saying. Can I say, can I say before that, um, I like the battle between Lyon and Williamson, uh, both trying to get the ascendancy. Lyon ends up doing him. Uh, Steve Smith mm. takes the catch, and then Will Young, who um, – you know, bat- battled hard as he did in the first innings, uh, but you know, with- without too much success in the end, mm. he 
departs after a great catch from Steve Smith. Yes, uh, yes. going the other way, and a great opportunity for those who fielded <laughs> in the slip to say, "Well, actually, when, it, when, when you know you are, you do expect them to go to the right, yeah. uh, so when they go to the left, that makes it a better yeah, catch." Yeah. I just wanted to like where to you where are Smith's mitts in the annals of mitt history in Australian good question, cricket? Good question. Okay, okay because so that is a great seeing, catch. We've seen the statistic of uh, Ricky Ponty one nine six yeah. catches for Australia. Yeah, Mark Wall one eight one. Steve yeah. Smith. So he goes past one eight one. Yeah, he equals June. He does equals he? Junior. Yeah. Yeah. For catches now, yes. Uh, I'm just telling you right now. I don't know if you're going to find this controversial. Go I've got then. I've got Smith behind June, so but I've got him ahead of Punter in the grippers, and I'll explain why if you want. Okay, we're talking grippers, aren't we? Yeah, because oh yeah, Ponting was a better all round fielder for me. For me, yeah, all, as in, all as in, three as in direct hits. Uh, you got to you got to factor all of it in. I think I think people sleeping on Smith as an all round fielder because mm, he, he yeah, can okay. he can ride the boundary as well. Yeah, Ponting, Ponting, Ponting didn't, didn't have the chance to field in the hot spot at long on. You know, during a T twenty, for example. I know Jonty Rhodes was like the he was the OG great fielder. Dean Jones was a very good fielder, mm. but uh, Jonty Rhodes mm. became like the like well, the he was best. a ring fielder. You know, yeah. like he's, mm. he was he was probably OG ring. Fielder. But I feel like Ponting Ponting fucking invented throwing the stumps down from mm. everywhere. So that's see, I've got I've got Ponting at backward point before I have Ponting at two or three. I I'd agree with that. Yeah, I'd agree uh, with early that. Ponting fielding. And then I feel like Andrew Simon's almost almost elevated because because yeah. the weaponry of the arm. But you can't respect. Look, I agree with that, but but no grip, no gripper. Um, yeah, no gripper. evidence to speak of. Yeah. So I got a few mates going to the grippers tonight. Yeah, of of course. Yeah, so now I've got Mark War just for the elegance. Like it, it's it's Mark War grippers I, number one. What you're looking at, you're looking at the Federer versus Nadal versus Djokovic conversation here with style, grace, poise, um, yeah. classicism. You know, and Mark War is just it's just so perfect. I heard I heard on commentary today, Brendan Julian said, said that Junior said to me, "Drop maybe two catches in his yeah. life." But then, and then, and then he corrected himself, yeah. said, or oh, maybe he said 10, yeah. I don't know, or two. Absolutely no way Mark War has ever said he dropped 10 catches. Well, that's right. I think someone on the internet came, like, then started, then put together a compilation of his drop catches. <laughs> that's how it works, yeah, isn't it? That's yeah. exactly how it works. But I've, yeah. I've got Smith ahead of Punter in the grippers okay, yeah. comfortably because I think what I have here, I was just like, because I, I write these things down. Yeah. Um, Ponting didn't, like, slip to a spinner. For one, no, he didn't. He was so he's purely in the grippers for for quick bowling. So you don't see how it is with spinners. Whereas Steve Smith has taken a lot of catches off Nathan Lyon and mm. taken a lot of catches that I reckon blokes, other blokes wouldn't take. Does Bancroft take that one today? Interesting, interesting <laughs> thought for those who are on the uh, nonce Bancroft train at the moment. Yeah, um, I I think they're just about equal for how they catch off um, off quicks. Yeah, uh, I, maybe even Smith ahead of that. Um, but I've got Junior ahead of both. I've got Steve Smith in my head dropping more catches than Ponting, but I, I don't know if that's right. Now, what, now, someone that was like a generation before us would say, well, Greg Chappell was just the best ever. Mm. So and Now, you're also talking Mark Taylor, but Mark Taylor's Mark at Taylor. one exclusively. Yeah. It's exclusive one fielder. And he's so got, he probably he's doesn't have the range. He's got a lot of shame worn going with the spin nicks. You know what I mean? Yeah. A little bit more simple. A little mm. bit. It's harsh, but I'm just saying. it's well. Let us, let Specialist us know, first, first slipper. Let us know your top 50 in the comments below. Um, anyway, I just want to talk about annals of mitts. Okay, just uh, uh, previewing, I suppose, day four. New Zealand could do it because they're literally playing a game of cricket and there's two teams competing. One team will win the game. Another team will not win the game. I suppose a draw is also possible. Weather. On weather and they're talking wind weather. And water and earth. Mm, wow. And Captain, and, and Captain Planet is exactly. playing. Yeah, yeah so, that's right. So um, <laughs> um, uh, when, when will the game be over? I suppose is what I want to know. New Zealand aren't going to win this game, right? Yeah, be, be over, like, d drinks after lunch. 
Uh, mm-hmm. And um, yeah, Australia has won the game, and we'll be annoyed that they haven't won the game by three hundred like they should have done. Yeah, well, I I do think that Mitchell and uh, Ratchan Ravindra are, are like huge keys to this. Glenn I, I feel well. like they're locked in. Glenn Phillips, uh, it's yeah, I, I just feel like yeah. I mean, if they, these two are going to have to make one hundred and fifty yeah, <laughs> each. It's you a know, long tail as but well. they could do something special. Yeah, you know, they, yeah. they they look like they're they're quality class players. Yeah. So. Hashtag Ask TGC comes in from Abhinav Kapoor eight nine four five. This thank this you. There's eight nine four five. Hashtag Ask TGC. Something which amazes me is that there is virtually no mention of the captain of the 2015 World Cup winning team, the New Zealand defeating team, Michael Clark, considering he is such an important figure in the Australian-New Zealand rivalry. In general, one feels that he is not spoken about enough when we talk of Australia's domination. Now, I have a question for Abenav. What is the Australian-New Zealand rivalry that he speaks of? What, what's that? I've never heard of it before. <laughs> he does. He it, Like, it is true that... For the amount that Michael Clark has achieved, he's essentially been erased from public conversation That's over right. his achievements. Yes, he averaged 50. He scored 300 and in a home test match against India at the mm. SCG. He won a home World Cup. Mm. In many ways, he united the nation as the captain of the side post the death of one of his best friends, Philip Hughes, and, and the grief that surrounded it. He united cricket across Australia, and his leadership was sensational. No one ever speaks about him. Mm. You don't see Cricket Australia like putting together compilations of his great innings in order to to, you know, glean uh, views and to, to build the brand and reputation of the baggy green. You know what I mean? I don't know why that is. What What is that? If, had he what, got, and it, a brilliant player to watch. Classic. It just makes you wonder. It makes you wonder. Had he done more against New Zealand in the rivalry, maybe mm. we would respect him more. Maybe that's what that is. Mm. I don't let's, know what it is. Let us know when you... <laughs> let us know what your thoughts are in the comments of that. Uh, we'll be back to wrap up this test match... On Sunday, on your Sunday, tomorrow. See you then. See you then.